we just saw the prequel to Cars, the Lightning McQueen <laughs> origin story, Ferrari. Just kidding. It's, there's nothing to do with Lightning McQueen, sadly. Yes. Um, yes. We you didn't save for the post credit scene, so we never know. We never know. Next time we'll stay for the post credit scene. We'll keep you guys updated. But yes, we saw Ferrari directed by Michael Mann and starring Adam Driver as Enzo Ferrari, also starring Penelope Cruz as well. Uh, so this movie is set in the summer of 1957 with Enzo Ferrari's Order Empire in crisis. And so the ex-rafer who's turned into an entrepreneur starting the Ferrari company pushes himself and his drivers to the edge as they launch into the Mil Miglia, a treacherous thousand-mile race across Italy. And <laughs> yeah, that's oh, it's such a great scene. Um, but yeah, there's so much to, uh, I guess, talk about for this movie. Name, what'd you think of it? I enjoyed parts of it, and there were some parts where I was a bit bored in it. Mm-hmm. I felt for me that the film did take a while to really kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably largely due to the lack of um, racing scenes. Um, there wasn't really that many in the, I'd say, first half of the film. Yeah. It was really in the second, second half of the film is where the film started to like not get good, but like become a bit more interesting and more engageable mm-hmm. on my part. Um, but the whole first... First um, half of that film is literally setting up for the big race, the mm-hmm. thing. The Thousand race, mile. Uh, <laughs> the, the race across yeah, Italy is what yeah. I reference to. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah, it was pretty much all built around that um, mm-hmm. and his relationships. Um, yeah, relationships that mm-hmm. he has um, with not only his um, wife, his mistress, his, and his family, but also his business and his competitors as well. Yeah. It was all built up to that, towards that moment. I feel some of the moments was a little bit of a letdown throughout the whole movie where where it tears like a big showdown between Ferrari and Maserati. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as the film starts, they talked about Maserati being a record. Yep. And then Enzo Ferrari saying, we're going to beat that, we're going to beat that, we're going to beat that. Throughout mm-hmm. the whole film, they just tease pretty much. Uh, Maserati to be the Ferrari and Ford v Ferrari, you know, yeah. the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then when the big moments happened, it was just like, oh, really? That's it? Yeah. Um, so I sort of would have liked it. Is this based on a true story? Yes. No, like fully? Or is it just like... Oh, it's based on a book written by a motorsports journalist, I believe. Oh, and okay. uh, so, yeah, it, it is based on real events. Like what you see, it did actually happen. Oh, okay, then. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's fine then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. I thought it would have been like loosely based on events. Oh, no, like not... That. This isn't a Taika Waititi movie, all right? <laughs> That's true. Um, I thought Adam Driver was great as um, Enzo Ferrari. I think he captured that or captured that personality quite well. You know, mm-hmm. the the guy that just really wants to get his business on track. He wants Ferrari to be like a powerhouse name. Yeah. I sort of saw that. I think Penelope Cruz is probably the best mm-hmm. in the film, in my opinion. Um, just her sort of like outcasty type character. Yeah. That was somewhat of a loose cannon as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was fantastic and her explosive moments were just like, you couldn't just like zone out during those scenes. They were just um, so engaging as well. Mm. Um, Shane Woodley, is that yep. her first name? Shailene, yeah. 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 You make me question it now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was certain about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was okay. I mean, her uh, her American accent, or something like that did creep in a few times, but she gave it a go. <laughs> you know, she tried to put on an accent unlike a certain some unlike a certain someone who does animated films. What Chris Pratt? 
Oh, don't bring him into <laughs> but, this. But yeah, I think she was fine. She was barely in the film as well. Mm-hmm. I think the cinematography was um, great, largely in the racing, massive racing scene. It's about a 20, 30 minute racing scene. That is mm-hmm. probably the, my opinion, the best part of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, and some of the shots um, that they do is great. Like just a big wide mount, mountain raging range um, mm-hmm. and a big shot. And then you can just see like these tiny little red cars driving around a mountain. Um, that, that, yeah, that was shot really well. The score really surprised me. I was like, Hans Zimmer-like. It mm. was really engaging, but it never overpowered the scene. Um, the composer was Daniel Pemberton, so wow. he's done some great stuff. Um, yeah, with Spider-Verse coming out. So yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, as well. So that's probably why it was so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it was a, I, I enjoyed that last half and there's a scene that's jaw dropping and I won't spoil it for anyone, but you'll know it when you see it. But it's very impactful. Yeah, it's it's uh, extremely impactful. That scene, um, yeah, me and Nan were just, uh, you know, mouths open like, what? <laughs> that just happened. And yeah. uh, um, the Michael Mann doesn't hold back. Um, so no, that's all we're going to say. Um, I'll be really curious to hear people's thoughts on that when the film, uh, officially releases. Um, but yeah, no, I'm basically on par with you for you know, pretty much everything that you said in this, um, you know, starting with the performances, why can't this just be, uh, Italian? Like the, the accents are just, they're so hard to get through sometimes. Like there were a lot of like conversations where I couldn't pick out what they were saying because it's. Was it so deep Italian? Oh, it's because they were making. Oh, because of the Italian the, accents. The accents, yeah, they were like thick, and I mean, Adam Driver was really good from an acting perspective, but when it came to um, the accent, while good, it's just I don't think it's fitting for the film. Half the time, I'm too distracted by the accent, and half the time, I'm missing probably important information because of the accent, and then. I think he's just putting on way too much of an accent. And then you go to Charlene Woodley where she's trying to be really subtle with the accent um, to the point where she's just speaking normally sometimes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, her, her accents are barely there. And so I'm like, I just feel like for these kind of movies where in the real life context, they would just be speaking Italian. Just do that. Because it, one, it's more authentic to what's happening. Oh, yeah, and then just yeah. have subtitles. Yeah, because Enzo Ferrari's not uh, English. He's Italian. Uh, he should be speaking Italian. If if you want to capture Enzo Ferrari, that is, and personally, that's what I would want to see. So I thought they should have gone down uh, that route, but you know, it's not going to make any money and stuff like that. So uh, they have to have it in English, I guess. But yeah, it, it's not house of Gucci level bad in terms of accents and being distracting and to the point where it's kind of funny and (laughs) memey. It's not like that, but it, you guys might find it a little bit distracting, especially in that first half an hour where you're trying to just get, I guess, get accustomed to uh, those thick Italian accents coming through. Um, Otherwise, yeah, the story, I'm I'm a bit like you as well on that. Um, I flowed in and out of uh, being quite engaged with this movie, I think, you know, the family dynamics and stuff was when I was most interested. Um, but, I mean, there's some other, you know, great moments in that as well. I just don't think it always, uh, it's, I don't think it's always firing on all cylinders. Um, the script, per se. Don't give me that look. That wasn't even a pun. 
Well, that's a good pun. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a nice subtle pun. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, there are just some parts where it's not all connecting together. It felt like uh, different stories that just kind of never feel like they belong in the same movie, if you know what I mean by that. Yeah, so um, I mean, like, there's some, definitely some good stuff in there. Uh, in terms of the actors and their performance, Adam Driver, yeah, he really does uh, hold his own here. Um, you know, just having those moments where he says something that's like, funny but you know Enzo Ferrari is completely dead serious and straight about it and it, he just plays it off really well um he always has that kind of you know stoic and um emotionally in control kind of guy uh yeah and he, I think he plays it off really well but Penelope Cruz is the main star of this um honestly should be in that uh best supporting actress um conversation Man, actresses, eh? Like, they're <laughs> dominating the year, man. Like, they're having, 100%. Yeah, every review we've coming here is just like, this actress was amazing. Um, but no, Penelope <laughs> Cruz was was really, really good. Um, and I, so I hope there's some kind of, uh, I guess, recognition there or just in that conversation a little bit more. Um, otherwise, yeah, Shailene Woodley, you could have picked someone better, I, I feel. Uh, I don't think... Shailene, uh, okay, I'll put it this way. Shailene Woodley doesn't have the acting chops to go toe-to-toe with Adam Driver. <laughs> Penelope Cruz holds her own really, really well against Adam Driver and to an extent probably is better than him. Um, but Shailene Woodley, it's just, oh, the contrast is just so, like, yeah. massive there. Eh? Um, yeah, and then you, you covered it uh, really, really well in terms of, you know, this, the cinematography. Uh, it really comes uh, in in full force in the, in the acting. Or I mean, in, in the the racing scenes, uh, you know, you, you got those shots where it's like, um, you know, the the, the car's driving toward the camera and it like zooms up to the right up to the the driver and stuff like that. It, it's just really well done and it makes the entire thing more immersive and more engaging. Um, if you are going into this movie thinking that you're getting a racing movie, I would argue against that. I wouldn't classify this as a racing movie. I would classify this as a biopic with racing in it. Yeah. Is that how you would distinguish this? Or Yeah. Because yeah. Ford versus Ferrari, for example, which everyone seems to compare this movie to, that's a racing movie. This one is more biopic focused and focusing on the man behind the car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the racing things are excellently uh, directed and Michael Mann does a really good job there. Another thing I'll, I'll point out as well, the sound design, very, very good. Um, just capturing, you know, the the roar of the Ferrari engine, but not in a way where it sounds like, you know, what a Ferrari is like today because the cars are shockingly different. Uh, but just quite, kind of a more classical touch to that kind of um, grunt or whatever you want to, uh, however you want to phrase that. Uh, so yeah, I really love the sound design in this in this movie. I, I think it is uh, one of the best of the year in that respect. As a score, yeah, no, that really did surprise me as well. Uh, a lot of good moments in there, and then now that you mentioned Daniel Pemberton does it, I'm like, oh, okay, well that makes total sense. Um, yeah, Daniel Pemberton's really um, gonna start becoming one of the the best composers around. Yeah, I think um, so. His filmography or or discography for films is how would you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's discography. Is that, isn't that for artists, like music artists? Yeah, but I, I think it's still classified because it's still music, it's musicians. Both, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think, mm. um, yeah, his, his film 
composing history <laughs> is quite impressive. Yeah, yeah, no, he's already off uh, impressively, and obviously he got the nomination today for Across the Spider at the at the Globes. Um, but yeah, this one um, stands quite tall. Not it's not Spider Verse level, obviously, but it's a solid entry in there. I felt like I don't know if I'd say it's uh, Hans Zimmer like. I feel like Hans Zimmer's music it always kind of dominates the scene. It's always kind of larger than life. Uh, it, it feels larger than life, and it's very like overpowering. This one here, I think it just slides nicely, just really adding to it and just kind of elevating the experience of it all. Yeah. Otherwise, um, I saw. Yeah, I know that the review, the reviews for this are mid. Mm-hmm. Maybe not mid, but I think they're around like seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy to eighty, somewhere in that area. So 75. it's not. Yeah. Pardon. 75. Is it 75? Also, just straight bang in the middle. I really like this. Um, it's better than Napoleon for biopics. And it's not better directed, but I liked it more than Maestro. Yeah. I'm I, I think it's because it focused on a particular part of his life rather mm. than his whole life, which is what our major complaints were with Napoleon Maestro was that yeah. it was their whole lives where this is just one sort of moment. Yeah. Like a, a big kind of milestone for um, Enzo Ferrari and and obviously the company Ferrari. So, yeah. um, I mean, any other thoughts to add on to that? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Um, All right. So this movie was heavily in discussion in terms of like, what are it's Oscars chances because Michael Mann's done some incredible stuff in the past. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you got Adam Driver, Penelope Cruz backing this up. And obviously it's a biopic with, Ferrari in it and Ford vs. Ferrari did really well at the Oscars. Uh, I don't know if it's going to stand much of a chance just because the competition's too dense and its its buzz has kind of died down. But do you see any kind of categories where it deserves to be, deserves to uh, get a nomination, not just in that conversation? Uh, probably supporting actress for Penelope Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be one. Maybe cinematography. Um, mm. sound editing and design isn't part of Oscars anymore, eh? No, nah, it's just best sound. They've just combined the two. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I can make a case for best sound as well. Mm-hmm. Pro- I think those three is where I could see potential nominations coming from where I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I need all the movies in front of me to really see if it's deserving. But yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. There's no other category out there where I'd be like, yep, it deserves that or it, it's, it's earned that nomination. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Those three are probably its best chances. Um, but we'll just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps it can get some buzz a little bit later on. Uh, I think this releases in a couple of weeks for the Americans. Yeah. And then just after New Year's for the Kiwis and the Aussies and everyone else. Um, <laughs> you lucky Americans. Lucky Americans. Yeah, uh, so score out of 10. You're going first. I know. For once. <laughs> what do you mean for once, <laughs> dickhead? <laughs> uh, I'll go 7.5. 7.5. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 7.5, s- huh, 75%. Um, I'll <laughs> see what you did there. Uh, I will go 7.7. I really, I love the direction in this movie, especially from technical side of it. And <clears throat> I got to give some extra points to that scene that, oh, yeah. that might be one of the, that's probably the most, like the biggest scene, maybe not the biggest scene of the year, but it's like 
memorable. One, yeah, yeah, in terms it's, of just being like shocked. It's like the ending of Oppenheimer, you know, the movie finishes and, oh, yeah, yeah. and you're thinking about that, the ending scene. Mm-hmm. This is what this scene does. Like the movie yeah. finishes and you're just thinking about that scene. Yeah, I mean, soon we're going to have our Movie Games Awards and one of the categories that we do, and it's probably my favorite category that we've done for, for years now, is most memorable scene. And I'll be naming them. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> be shocked. Yeah, you will be naming them. I wouldn't be shocked if this makes it because it's pretty pretty fucking memorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah, it's very shocking in a great way. Um, but yeah, we are done here on this review. Um, I have the privilege of seeing the Iron Claw tomorrow morning. Um, Lucky. Just, I know, just <laughs> reviews on top of reviews um, at the moment. So I hope you guys are enjoying them. Um, but the Iron Claw is one that me and Nathan are both excited for. Sadly, he can't be a part of it um, as he has other commitments in his other job. Um, <laughs> so sadly, he won't be able to attend. Contemplating me. resigning just so I could see this movie. That is fair. And once I tell you my thoughts tomorrow, you'll probably agree with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll be seeing that. The review will be up for that one tomorrow as well. Um, otherwise, you guys know the drill. Uh, head on over to YouTube. Subscribe to us over there. Follow us from whatever podcast platform that you're listening from. Give us a rating, whatever you think that we deserve. Head on over to Twitter. You can talk to us there. Follow us. We can have a conversation if you've seen this movie already or wait until you've seen it and then let us know when you've seen that moment and we can have a conversation about it. Otherwise, jump on over to movieangels.com. We do box office. We do Oscars. uh, We do everything and anything regarding movies. So, yeah, that's it. We'll catch you on the next time. Ka-chow. Ka-chow.